Hi, everybody. This is Charlie Guarino. Welcome to another edition of Tech Talk SMB. I am very happy today to have a very special guest from IBM, Tim Rowe. Tim Rowe is the business architect for application development and systems management for IBM I. He has been a part of IBM I platform for over 30 years, working many aspects of the operating system. In addition to the architecture responsibilities, Tim also spends a good deal of his time helping clients understand modernization on IBM I. Tim, first of all, welcome to our little podcast here, Tim. Charlie, great to be here. Real wow. pleasure. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's always great to talk to you, Tim. You know, I got to tell you, Tim, this this uh, title, every time I read it, gets a little bit longer and longer. I think, how about we just reduce that to something else? Well, I, actually, I have been reducing it in a lot of my presentations. I'll just put the business architect of stuff. I think that's a much, you know. Because not only do I own application development and systems management, there's a few other things that got tossed at me that nobody else wants to own. So it seems appropriate. And you know what I like about that title, Tim? I think, you know, it's so succinct. I think it really clearly defines exactly what you do at IBM. So thanks. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> so Tim, um, this to me is a very special podcast, a uh, very special time in our, in our world of IBM I, because we're talking about a new product, which we don't get to do very often when you and I speak about this. And this, this is, is true. And this has really piqued my interest and uh, it's very exciting technology. So I'll, I'll go out and I'll say the name, I'll say the name of the product and then we can talk about it. So how's that sound? Works for me. Great. All right, so the product I'm talking about and you probably heard from the announcement is called Merlin. And I know Merlin, let's start with some basics. Merlin is an acronym, but what does Merlin stand for? What does the acronym actually stand for? Well, we actually you know, wanted to get Merlin as the name because this new product is really intended to kind of be, if you will, the wizard of all wizards um, and provide a set of wizards to help you with your IBM I and the ecosystem. But, you know, naming police being what they are, we couldn't quite get away with straight Merlin. So we came up with the modernization engine for lifecycle integration. And if you pull out just the right letters and just the right locations, you get Merlin. <clears throat> okay. Well, that's a great name. And, you know, my, what comes to my mind when I think of Merlin is a wizard. That's what comes exactly. to Exactly. Right? So exactly. we'll be calling this a wizard. So Merlin is intended to be a, an infrastructure that allows people to, um, step into the modern world the new you know with both their application development their systems management and their security now projects being what they are we maybe couldn't deliver the entire vision of what we're thinking at day one but it's we're we're looking to provide for day one a way for customers to work with their applications in a new and modern way from a cloud-centric viewpoint. Doesn't mean that you have to be totally cloud-centric, but there's certain aspects of the cloud-centric viewpoint that come to mind. And we wanna be able to make IBM I relatable to those, that environment. So I have to ask, Tim, I know cloud 
is a it's a very strategic platform. Something that's very important to so many of our customers, or so many IBM customers. But why now? Why was this moment in time chosen to introduce a product such as Merlin? It's, it's a great question, and there's a number of different reasons that come to mind. So, one of the first things, Charlie, when when you talk to people in general, and you talk about the word cloud, there's one particular word that almost immediately always comes to mind: containers. Containers, of course. Right now, IBMI doesn't run in a container today. Will it someday in the future? Yeah, who knows? Let's let's worry about the future later on. But today, IBMI doesn't play in a container. But when you start working with the world of cloud, there comes a point where how do you get your IBMI applications to work in a truly hybrid manner? That's whether it's on cloud, on-prem, with other applications that are containerized, or not. We wanted to be able to have something that made sense where IBMI gets to interact with this cloud native containered, containerized ecosystem in a natural way. And I mean, hey, IBM just bought Red Hat not that long ago, right? So there's another aspect of the world of containers and cloud becomes even you know, more interesting. And so how does IBMI fit well into that ecosystem? Right. This will definitely get us into the foray of containers. Yeah. So let's just be clear. Merlin is not going to allow IBMI to run in a container. That's not what Merlin's going to do. But what Merlin's going to do is going to create container-based applications, container-based interfaces and infrastructure that allows you to interact with your IBMI. So one of the the big thing that we're delivering as part of this inter, uh, version is a whole bunch of application modernization tooling. Probably the best way to talk about it, or, or shall I say application development tooling in a modern way. That's probably the better way of saying it because we're not providing application modernization tooling. We're providing an application development interface that's modern. And to be clear, Tim, we're saying that our IBMI system itself might be running in the cloud, but it might also be locally on-prem. Truly the epitome of hybrid. That is kind of what we're targeting here. <clears throat> now, if you've already moved all of your IBMI into a cloud environment, one may ask the question, okay, I'm to all of my productions in the cloud, and if I want to develop my applications, what are the tools that are available today? Right, RDI. Right. Oh, you know that one. You know that one really well, right, Charlie? Sure. sure. It's one of your favorites. And so can you still use RDI? Yeah, absolutely. But what we've done in Merlin is we've created a cloud-based IDE, for starters, that allows you to run a OpenShift container that has your workspace in the cloud. You access this IDE through a browser. So you don't have to have a PC. If I have access to the internet, I can bring up my, my favorite browser and I'm off to the races. Correct. You can work with your 
um, RPG code, your COBOL code. Now, you still need to have an IBMI somewhere to compile. But your actual development environment is all going to be out in this code-ready workspace, running in an OpenShift container. And this OpenShift container can be either in IBM Cloud, or you can have it in your own on-prem OpenShift Cloud, if you will. <laughs> so it could be your own um, hardware. So Tim, you bottom did, line, yeah, go ahead. You did say RDI, and that obviously, you know, that's obviously, you know, a, a big editor of choice, a big modern develop, uh, editor of choice. But you don't necessarily need to use RDI. You can if your shop is using RDI, and that's still a very completely powerful, viable tool to be using in, in this context. But out of, out of the box, there is another editor that I can use instead or maybe in, in tandem with this. Or maybe have- oh, You can work together with them, absolutely. And have my developers mix and match if they like. Yeah, so there, there's a couple of, um, shall we say, fundamental or um, strategic differences between the approaches. With Merlin, we have a significant change in development practice. And, and what do I mean by that? You know, when for developers that have been developing RDI for a hundred years, they may have been doing things in QSIS and they may have been doing things with a specific set of uh, source control vendor that's very customized to IBM I. And they may have some very, um, if you will, IBM I centric stuff that they've written to, to go through the process of code QA development. And it's worked well for a long time. We know that, but the world's changing. And if we think about this changing world, we've needed to change and rethink how we maybe do things from a fundamental perspective. If we think about development in this new world that we live in today, what is the primary source control management tool of the new world? Git. Yes, Charlie, thank you. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Git is it. So uh, why, not, why not make our IBMI development Git-centric? And so that's one of the starting points with Merlin. We actually have some tooling that will help you take your QSIS world, move it into IFS and Git. Now, we have partnered with RCAD to help with that, which then also means that you have the ability to convert all of your fixed form RPG to free form. We are trying to help target our development community to do modern development with modern source control and a leveraging what I like to call modern RPG. Right, so in my mind, Tim, Merlin is not one, any one component, it's really an amalgamation of lots of different useful tools. What, absolutely, it's the wizard of wizards. The wizard of wizards, okay, I like that term. So we say, we talked about Git, or you mentioned Git. You also mentioned RCAD, and also within the RCAD suite, you mentioned that there's a transformer product and then something else to do the builds, which is going to help us build um, so why was Arcad chosen to, to do this with, with the data? So, yeah, it's, it's a fantastic question, Charlie. Um, but if you go back in, the, in, um, in time, um, 
IBM has had source control, shall we call them modern source control or modern build platforms, modern-ish, Rational Team Concert. It's been around for quite a few years. Um, it is kind of a IBM's version of a couple different open source tools packaged into something that you can pay IBM money for. And there's a number of companies that have done that to do really fairly modern development techniques. But RTC or even Urban Code, great frameworks, but they don't actually understand IBMI centric things. So I have an IBMI application. I might have to create a data area. I might have to update a database table. I might have a service program to create. And then I might have a couple of other programs that need to be bound together, right? Those are all very IBMI centric entities. Well, RCAD created some special plugins that plug into things like RTC and Urban Code, and they've extended it so that they plug into Jenkins, Jira, and some of these other open source components. So they already had some ready-made plugins that fit well into what we were thinking to help tie together these open, these standardized open source things with very IBMI-centric entities. And so they, they, there's a very logical tie-in there. So we've had this partnership for a lot of years. It just made, made sense to extend it into this. Right. And they have some tools that are really, I think, important in the world of doing modern development. And when you're deploying a big project build, for example, it, it is these dependencies that are very critical to a successful implementation, obviously. Well, absolutely. One of the other tools that we've uh, included. So Charlie, if you're going to build a house or you're going to take your existing house and you're going to put an addition on it, what's one of the first things that you have to get before you can do anything with to create an addition? I want to have a plan. Oh, yes. A blueprint, right? Blueprint, of course. Well, one of the tools and the plugins that RCAT has that I think is so important is their tool called Observer. It's a tool that is an impact analysis tool. It gives, helps you identify the blueprint. What parts all fit together? What database tables are used where, what, when? Um, and giving every developer the information they need so as they're developing, they can see the blueprint. That's huge. And this is all included. It's all that's all that's all part of the Merlin product. Yes. Okay. So that so right. So as we said, so Merlin is a um, it, it's made there are many major components within the tool itself. What besides Git and RCAD, what what else might be included in, in the out-of-the-box experience? Yeah, so I mean one of the pieces of our Merlin is what we call the IDE. So we've got this. Uh, code ready workspace allowing you to connect and do RPG development in your IDE in a browser. Um, it's focused on Git as the source control management tool. Um, it does have what we like to call smart build as part of it. So you as a developer can choose to compile your program, but maybe that program needs to be compiled as part of a application. Application might be more than one program, right? So you can use the smart build process. And again, RCAD has got their RCAD builder that fits into this particular entity where RCAD will help 
pull together all the different pieces to do that smart build. We also support an open source builder called Bob, Better Object Builder, um, <clears throat> which is largely Maven driven. Um, you could use that if you choose. Then uh, another piece of the Merlin tooling, maybe not necessarily the piece for the developer, but the piece for the system administrator, because you start talking about applications and deploying them to production, who actually does that? Probably not the actual developer. This is that CI/CD process. So we've created another wizard within Merlin that allows you to tie into a Jenkins-driven CI/CD process. Right out of the box. Yep, so we're providing Jenkins and we'll have that set. Now you can choose to use an existing Jenkins interface and we'll plug in the pieces as well. So you have some options there on how to set up and use this. Let's go back to the build process, Tim. You first mentioned the RCAD plugin and then you also mentioned the open source plugin, Bob. Why would I want to use one over the other or do I am I confined to one or can I use one for one build and one for another build or no you can use you can use them both you can use them both side by each okay so the, the difference being Bob again it's an open source framework it's driven on built upon Maven but in order to actually do the builds you actually have to go do some of the heavy lifting you have to go figure out some of the stuff to put into the script to do the build the Arcad plugin the way that's built design, they can actually pull some of the pieces out as, because it's got some knowledge about the application that it's pulling out and it can do some of that uh, building of those plugins for you. So it's really more of an aspect of, you know, the automation and the help versus you have to go do more things yourself. That's really the difference. And the, the, the RCAD build, it's part of the Merlin product. So it's, it's, it comes with it. So there's no additional charge for it. And if you don't use it, you, that's okay. You still pay for it. You know, one term that I've heard Steve will talk about or he mentioned as part of this whole new product is next generation app. Absolutely. And I know that's a term you know, he's, he, he loves to use and deservedly so, but what does that mean, next generation? I mean, we've been programming for, you know, for, for decades. You know, what, what, what's unique to this that makes it the next generation app? So if you think about um, applications, um, you know, this is that modernization story that you and I have talked about for years. It's really about, in many respects, hybrid. Using the best tool for the job, right? RPG still has a very important role in the future of our applications because there's certain things that RPG can do better than anywhere else. There are other pieces like, uh, well, say maybe the user interface, that RPG doesn't have a user interface. No, green screen doesn't count, Charlie, so don't even think of it. Um, right? So there are other tools that can be used for that to provide this hybrid application. The world of REST APIs, being able to have an RPG application that can leverage a REST API that's out on the interweb. So, so, so you have a, an RPG application and you send a package. 
why can't you connect that RPG package to the tracking number that's out with the, the company? Well, you can very easily. And there's oh so many other ways that you can go both directions where I can have applications that might be running in another language, connecting and pulling stuff out of IBMI and RPG with a REST connection. And that whole next gen then steps into, if you're going to be creating your applications 10 years from now, who are your developers? Not gonna be you or I, Charlie. We're probably gonna be retired by then, right? Well, we'll see about that. <laughs> exactly, possibly. Quite possibly, exactly. So we need to be able to start transitioning our shops and our developers to use the tools of today, which are things like Git, which are um, browser-based IDEs and, and some of these other, you know, leveraging the CI/CD processing so you can do automated deployments and, and whatnot. So some cases it could be a fairly big change, but I think it's, it's an exciting and I think it's an important um, direction that we need to be taking our our app our IBMI application development shops. I absolutely agree, Tim. You know, and anytime you get into a deep discussion on modernization, even beyond that, we talk about digital transformation. We talk about services, for example. That's a, such a big, at its core, that one, that's one of the, 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 the core technologies of, of, the, of the way our applications are going in the future. So with, it sounds right. to me like with Merlin, I, I can, it, it, it's providing me the pathway to get there much more easily. That is the goal, is to try to provide that pathway, to provide the tools and whatnot for customers to work in this new world, whether they're on-prem or in the cloud. So let, let's talk about some other things which um, that people might expect to have. For example, a debugger. How, how would I be able to debug my code if I'm using Merlin? Great question, Charlie. That is one of the things that didn't make it in the uh, initial GA. But it's coming. It's, it's coming. coming. It's coming. It's coming. Coming soon, I hope. Um, we'll see what, we'll see how many O's are in the middle of the soon. Will depend on how soon that comes, right? Um, but in the meantime, right, we still have RDI. Many shops have RDI. They could use RDI and debug there. Um, it's actually a debugger in ACS, Access Client Solutions. There's a debugger in there, Charlie. Graphical debugger. You can debug your RPG code there. Wait, I'm sure you use it all the time, right, Charles? Stop right there. I need to ask you a question. <laughs> there's yeah. a debugger in ACS. Yeah, there's a debugger in ACS. This is like the best. We, well, it, yeah, it's it's definitely a hidden gem. And 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 actually, it is pretty well hidden, to be quite 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 honest with you. Um, it's actually buried in the Run SQL scripts. So if you open up your Run SQL scripts. There's a link under there, I believe called run or something like that. Uh, yeah, under run, you can uh, launch your debugger. The system debugger is under the run menu option. Well, you know, yep, the, the, well the, hidden. You know, it's a secret no more because Tim, this podcast is being broadcast globally to hundreds of millions of people. So the, 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 there you go, good. All right. Well, then that's good to know. We we know it's coming out soon with the as uh, letter the number of uh, O's to be determined. But that's okay. It'll be soon. I hope. Where can I go to learn more about Merlin? So, as part of the announced material, there will be links that'll be part of that. 
if you go to the IBM I technology refresh page, I typically just go into my, my favorite friend, Google, and I type in IBM I space TR. And magically there's a page there that says technology refresh. And on that page, we list all the links for each technology refresh, each new OS release that comes out. Merlin will have a link there as well. So it will link you off to information. Uh, right, and of course, whatever is available from the announcement that you know that we can learn more about too. Yeah, and there'll and there'll be more there'll be more that will continue to come on a on a daily and regular basis as we continue to. Uh, uh, build out this content. I mean, this is a brand new product. So it's going to be a ever evolving and continuing growing um, conversation when it comes to modernization. Is it, is it fair to ask that it's also incumbent upon the people who start using Merlin to report back right away to make, to make the product is better and better, quicker and quicker? That, that, goes, that goes without saying with anything that we do. It's true. I mean, I guess that'll be done through the, the, the normal RFP community. Yeah, it's actually, I believe it's now called Ideas or AHA or something like that. So that's changed. Okay. But same concept, yeah, request for enhancements. Okay, good. Well, I have to tell you, Tim, this is, uh, you know, I, I, I read the announcement information. This has really, really piqued my interest. And I'm very excited to to learn more about this and to start playing with this. I think anybody who really is serious about getting into a modern direction needs to give this a real good look and understand what we have here and how we can really um, get going on, on, our, on our path to true modernization in a true environment, well beyond just modern code, an, an entire environment. Yeah, we're, we're really excited about what Merlin has to offer. It's some radical changes in thought, but I think they're important thoughts that our IBMI community needs to be thinking. I mean, they need to be leveraging today's talent in order to be able to be relevant in the future. And I, the goal of Merlin is to, to help steer the conversation um, in that direction. Yeah, I mean, the bottom line, in my view, Tim, this is what developers are demanding for, for development products. This is what our companies are demanding. We'll get higher productivity and, and higher secure, you know. Higher quality. Better quality code. Every, everything, anything, any adjective I can possibly think about this all fits into this conversation. Better, better deployment, you know, more secure, better testing. Yeah, you know, it, it, we're really trying, I mean, if you think about what Merlin's doing, it's really targeting the concerns of all different aspects of the company. The CIO, he's got concerns because he wants to be doing, you know, cloud things. Um, you know, the, the um, uh, technology officer, he wants to be using the latest technology and ensure that their applications are going to be running with the best quality and be able to react to the needs of the business, you know, and, and we want to have the developers have the tools that they're comfortable with and can be the most productive and provide them with the best chance to be able to respond to the needs of the business. I really encourage everybody to read about this. This is a, a uh, from what I've seen so far, this is going to, this is going to be a, a real, a, a big hit. I, I feel quite confident in saying that. 
Tim, any, thanks, Charlie. Of course. Are there any uh, any final thoughts you want to share with the developer community or anybody else out there who who you know the C level, for example, or, or maybe to maybe anybody? I think the message is clear. Well, you know, Merlin, this modernization engine for lifecycle integration just rolls right off the tongue. It's an exciting new product. It's going to continue to grow. It's going to continue to, I think, radically um, help our companies think about what the future development on our platform looks like. Um, so, yeah, hopefully it's, it's, a, it's a game changer. We're excited about it. Terrific. You know, Tim, after, after um, speaking to you for this, for this podcast, it's very obvious to me why you are officially the business architect of stuff. It's, it's such a <laughs> such a great term. Such a <laughs> so well deserved, I'm sure. Well, oh, thank you. Of course. Well, that's a wrap. Uh, everybody, thank you very much for listening in to, um, to our podcast today. Do check out Merlin. It's really exciting technology, and be sure to look at other offerings and other things that. Tech Channel is offering on their website. There's lots of good content out there. And until then, we will speak next month. Take care, everybody. Bye now.